1: Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. FM. Thursday morning, the nineteenth of August. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till eleven AM. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The US President Joe Biden has been defending the decision to withdraw American troops from Afghanistan, a decision that has left the people of the country at the mercy of the Taliban for the first time in 20 years. In an interview with ABC News, the President said that there was no way of pulling out without chaos ensuing. Joe Biden said he is committed to getting all Americans and all American allies out. The commitment holds to get everyone out that in fact we can get out and everyone should come out and that's the objective that's what we're doing now that's the path we're on in the meantime and on the ground uh, there is said to be chaos in certain parts of afghanistan three people are dead after the taliban fired shots in (laughs) Jalalabad. Those chaotic scenes uh, that you can hear in the background are said to have followed an attempt by local residents uh, to install Afghanistan's national flag at a square in Jalalabad. There's obviously a a lot of concern across the world, uh, but let's go to Betty's town, uh, where one man is as concerned, if not more concerned, than most, Dr. Abdullah Afghan, who is from eastern Afghanistan and is a GP working in Bettystown, is on the line. And a very good morning to you, Dr. Afghan, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme this morning. Uh, You must be terribly afraid for your family and friends who've been left behind in Afghanistan.
0: Good morning, Michael. Thank you for having me and thank you for your time. Uh, Yes, indeed. uh, It has been a very hard time for us over the last one a couple of weeks now extremely uncertain worried about our families and relatives there we don't know what exactly is going to happen you know things, things are extremely unpredictable unpredictable the way u.s left you know so it's horrendous there really horrible times for all of us our families, our families are in fear you know hopeless we are worry- extremely worried about our families here sleepless nights all the time thinking about them and trying to get in touch with them so it's extremely difficult time for us
1: okay Uh, when were you last in afghanistan yourself
0: so i was in 2018 my mom was sick my parents are quite old my father is uh, over 100 years and my mom is also very old and she's diabetic and she has multiple comorbidities, you know, a lot of medical conditions. So my mom was very sick. I went in 2018 the last time, August
1: 2018. Okay. It was a, a different country than it is uh, this morning, no doubt. Uh, and uh, I'm sure uh, that you've seen a, a lot of changes over the years. You say your father is over 100 years of age, and he's recently suffered from COVID apart from anything else uh, in a country where I think 90% of the population are not vaccinated.
0: Yes, yeah, that's right. So my father had COVID. Thankfully, he recovered. So he had a very bad uh, COVID and it was, he clinically was quite bad. But thankfully he recovered. Now he lost, he was mobile until now, you know. You wouldn't believe that he is 103, but still he was mobile and he could walk around. With the COVID, he, he got very weak and now he has mm-hmm. lost his mobility. My family are helping him, but, but thankfully he recovered and he's still in the phase of recovery. But what had happened over the last couple of days, we have been, you know, we have been pushed back by almost two centuries, really. It doesn't mm. look like that we are living in 21st century in, anymore. It looks like that we have, we have been thrown back into 15th or 14th century.
1: Yeah. Did you live under the regime of uh, the Taliban uh, before uh, 2001?
0: Yes. Uh, sorry, Michael. Did, did, did,
1: you, did you live in Afghanistan before 2001, between 96 and 2001, when the Taliban were in power?
0: I was a refugee in Pakistan and I was studying in Pakistan, but as you know, people would go for Christmas, people would go back to their hometown. So mm. though Afghanistan was under Taliban, but still we would, you know, we would like to travel and we used to travel to our hometown just for the Christmas so that our parents could give us a touch. Though it was not safe yes. So I had lived not for a long time, but for example, just over the Christmas or some other happy occasion. Mm.
1: As you say, it's like being repelled back in time by two centuries. I think we were describing it uh, as uh, something from uh, the Dark Ages, uh, life uh, in, uh, in uh, Afghanistan in the late 1990s uh, and uh, maybe something uh, in terms of a female perspective that could be understood by younger people who don't uh, remember Al-Qaeda and uh, 9-11 and uh, those very dark days in her very recent history that they could relate to something like that television program the handmaid's tale uh, is the taliban as ruthless uh, as we're told they are
0: uh you know just let me give you yesterday's example in my province in jalalabad and in my province in host people were resistant so yesterday people you know this is what i had been directly hearing from my friends and relatives there so uh, they told me that people, especially young people, the young generation who had been brought up, you know, over the last 20 years, the youth, they came out and they resisted the Taliban flag. That flag is not ours. We we love our tricolour flag, you know, and we have always been emotionally attached to it. So people, Taliban were removing the Afghan tricolour flag and were bringing it down. So people resisted, the youth especially. They came out, they resisted it. And they got in huge huge number. I have a video, you know, like it's, it's unbelievable. People are ready to die. So they came out that it's not Pakistan. You know, most of the Taliban have come from Pakistan. This is a reality. U.S. and Pakistan baked them and brought them on Afghanistan. And that,
1: that was that scene that we were listening to a moment ago, a scene of chaos uh, that resulted in gunshots uh, and three people shot dead by the Taliban.
0: Three in Jalalabad and one in Khos. So total hmm. number of killed four. Murdered. So they were just for the national flag, and there is the flag. They were resisting it, you know. And they are barbarian. Taliban are barbarians. They are not humans, really. Uh, you know, mm. they would like to gain trust, and they would like to show the international media and the international community one thing: their apparent face, which they would like to project and they would like to show. But we know their real face, you know. And I don't really believe that they have changed.
1: Mm. And watching that press conference. Uh, from Kabul, uh, sitting in Betty's town. Dr. Afghan, did you believe what they were saying about human rights, how they would give an amnesty and forgive people who had worked with Western forces uh, and that they would treat women as first-class citizens?
0: Apart from Joe Biden and his uh, representative to Afghanistan, Khalid Khalidzad, apart from them, I don't really think anybody on this planet would believe them. So how could I believe them? michael hmm. you know it's impossible
1: your your, your dad is very old uh, and is covering from covid uh, and uh, i take it that there's no prospect of him leaving afghanistan and i imagine that's the same situation for your mother is it uh, and what about your siblings
0: my parents i have been in touch with them you know my parents want to die peacefully there so they don't want to come out you know, if they're yes my siblings do want to come out. You know, my father, my brother, uh, one of my younger brother, he's younger to me. He was staying there for my parents, and he was a teacher in university, of course. He was teaching there under, under the, uh, you know, NGOs. So now there are imminent threats to them, and definitely I am working with them. You know, I'm working with the Irish government, and I'm working for various other farms to bring them out. I'm really concerned about their safety. Their safety. And I would also like to press, you know, and I would like to request the Irish government to please help us. This is a time of need, you know. We are Mm. in urgent need. Our families are in danger. There is imminent threat to them. We can't really, you know, waste time. I am seriously concerned about their safety.
1: Okay. You have two brothers, is it, Dr. Afghan?
0: I No, total brothers. We are eight brothers. But some of them, one is working in UK. He's. Two are working in UK. There are doctors there. I'm working here. Mm. My sister, one well, my, my sister, she's a doctor. She's working in UK. We two of us are working here in Ireland, and the rest of my family is in Afghanistan.
1: Okay, uh, and for the rest of your family, your siblings who do wish to leave, uh, I take it that if there's a move to reunite families here, that you would hope that they will be able to come to Ireland.
0: I, now, all of us are working, you know, my brothers, you know, either UK or Ireland, because I have brothers, so mm. definitely they would like to come here, you know, they already have brothers, they have family members here. So, Ireland or UK, uh, anywhere, you know, they would definitely love to come here.
1: Mm, okay, and I, I understand you're to meet uh, with uh, government officials today. Uh,
0: I am requesting, yes, I'm trying my best, you know, requesting... Uh, members of uh, Sinead and other uh, members just requesting to to help me out, you know, to bring them out from Afghanistan, my family.
1: Okay. Well, I'm sure that there's a number of politicians listening to us uh, this morning uh, who will be glad to make contact and to assist in any way that they can. How particular is your concern for women? Is it true that these Taliban fighters go into people's homes uninvited, uh, uh, attack the people in those homes, rape the women, and in some circumstances, take those women uh, as their wives or sex slaves?
0: So There have been evidence, you know. And now, in my province, I haven't heard directly from my family that this is well, but I have heard from friends in other provinces. In our province, you know, people are generally very conservative, and people would prefer, you know, if something like this happens, people would generally... Come out and they would fight, and they know that the whole community will 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 it will sort of present uh, you know a message to them that they are going to be enslaved, and people will resist it to nail and to toe and nail the way they have resisted yesterday. But in other areas, I have heard that they have generally announced yes that young girls should be married to the fighters. And any widows, they should be married by force, whether they want it or not to be be married to them. And they have, yes, even in my area, I have evidence, even video evidences that they have gone to people asking them to feed them by force. Now, people are generally in Afghanistan, they're very poor, you know, they can hardly afford for themselves. So how can they feed, for example, 30 or 40 fighters Mm. coming into their home, you know, and asking them to feed them? Mm. Yes, and this is what they have been doing.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of concern about the effort to bring aid to Afghanistan. A a massive challenge before uh, the uh, terrorist's government that is now in situ Uh, and the concerns that go with all of that and the freedom of movement and uh, indeed uh, how people's civil rights will be impacted uh, because uh, I think the World Food Organisation has been calling uh, that uh, that aid that has been promised to the region would continue to be delivered to people. The Taliban have been very quick to punish people. They're said to be ruthless uh, and they are uh insisting on a form of Sharia law which many would see uh, to be exceptionally strict uh, and that punishments uh, including executions uh, can be anything but justified is that your experience of this regime
0: uh, uh, Michael you know they are what they are they're showing us a fake Islam, really. They are not representative of Islam. They are not representative of Sharia. Afghanistan was, you know, our democratic Islamic Republic of Afghanistan had the, the, the best Islamic law. They were Islamic. They had introduced Islamic Sharia. What was wrong with that government and what was wrong with that law that they are introducing a new sort of barbarian law? That is what they are introducing is not Islamic law, really. You know, they are just, I don't know their own version of Islamic law or whatever they want to bring. You know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with them. They're just using it for their own personal interest and for their own personal benefit, whatever sort of law it is, you know. But we, we already had uh, a very uh, uh, basic, you know, and based on Islamic principles. We had a constitution and we had a law, and the government was perfectly Islamic. There was nothing wrong with, them, with okay. that government.
1: Okay. Well, I, I know uh, that uh, you've meet uh, with people in the hope of uh, getting help to get your family uh, out of Afghanistan. Uh, you heard Joe Biden uh, say there that all Americans and American allies or allies of America will get out and that America will stay in Afghanistan until everybody is out. Uh, do you think that it would include uh, the people that you're concerned about?
0: Uh, one one of my friends, you know, from Native Coast, who was an a interpreter, you know, who was working with the U.S. forces, so his visa was rejected. I don't know on what grounds, but it was rejected, and he was beheaded by Taliban about a week ago, only before they had taken over Kabul, you know. So how could I trust Americans that they are really going to bring them out, you know? We can't, to be honest, Americans have have already backstabbed us. I just want to say a couple of things, Michael, here, you know. This war was never over. It was always a cold war for us. We were migrated. We were forced into refugee. In 1979, when the war started, you know, against Russia, this was a cold war. Mm. And I believe, and that was started by America. We were not fighters. We were not terrorists. We were a peaceful, peace-loving country. We were peace-loving people. Our country was as developed as Ireland was at that stage, you know. And it was a very peaceful country. But Americans, through Pakistan and through other countries, uh, uh, intervened in our country, you know, brought fighters and terrorists from all over uh, the world and introduced them and, uh, you know, settled them in Afghanistan and fought the war against Russia, USSR at that time. And now I'm not sure what sort of game they are playing again, you know. Hmm. The Taliban, the Americans have brought them, really. They wouldn't have taken that easily. Americans on several occasions had ordered the local mission, uh, militia, you know, not to fight. If you fight, we would, won't be there to help you and we won't take you out. Even in many times, you know, they have taken their weapons from them. So it was American and I believe it's still another American game. But what sort of game it is, only God knows and time will tell it.
1: Okay. Uh, can I just ask you one last question? Because uh, I'm very taken aback by what you said about your friend. Uh, he worked with the U.S. Uh, his visa was rejected and he was beheaded a week ago by the Taliban. Why did the Taliban kill your friend? Why did they behead your friend? Was it because he had worked with the Americans? Yes. Yeah,
0: just because he, has, he had worked with the Americans. That was the only reason. Otherwise, nothing else.
1: Okay. Well, that certainly makes a a lie out of everything that the Taliban has been saying.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. They are complete liars. Nothing can be trusted.
1: Okay. Look, thank you indeed uh, for talking to us uh, this morning. Perhaps uh, we can speak again over the coming days and weeks uh, because... uh, Uh, Unfortunately, the reality of uh, the situation uh, across Afghanistan is uh, that there will be a lot of reason for concern for some time to come. That is a GP who is based in Bettystown and uh, living here uh, for a number of years, uh, Dr. Abdullah Afghan. Michael Michael Reed on on LMFM. Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears call clickranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done